Let's join together for our call to worship. Give thanks to God who welcomes us. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Remember Christ who calls us. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Praise the Spirit who fills us. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. 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 Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Let's join together for today's scripture coming from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verses 1 through 11. Jesus comes to Jerusalem. As king. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? say, The Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside the streets, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead, those who followed, shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, believe Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Thank you, God, for the inspiration of your holy word. Amen. Welcome to our Reflection on Sunday. My name is Reverend Michael Drew Davis, and it's a blessing to go back over the Palm Sunday conversation with you as we watch Jesus Christ ride into the last week of a journey. Now, we all know it's not the last week of a journey, but visibly for those there present, specifically those who may not have completely understand, understood the path of Christ, and even those who walked with Christ didn't completely get it, we see this victorious ride as the one who was waited for parades into town to do the actions that have been long awaited. I want to look at that, and I very intentionally did not use a a traditional narrative that I like to use during our Palm Sunday conversations on Sunday, 
because every pastor's got to look at Scripture in different ways and grow and evolve and challenge us to grow and evolve. And if I gave the same sermon every Palm Sunday, why come? We should always be challenged to look at things in new and exciting ways. But today, <laughs> for this conversation, I do want to use a, a traditional uh, framework for this conversation because it's it's really it's really important because I it, it spans through the history of our faith movement. I want to look at the different people who were present and the reasons they were looking. And then I might do this in this conversation and then again next week have this conversation again. We see we see these three types of actions again in the Easter account. So I might I might do myself a favor and share with you maybe we won't have a Easter um, reflection on Sunday and make this two weeks worth of conversations. But let's look at it specifically from the narrative of the Palm Sunday account as Jesus Christ comes running into town. There are three types of people present in this mass crowd. Now, it's, it's been a long time, at least a year, since that we have been in a large gathering. And when we're in large gatherings, different things are happening, and there's different reasons that people attend. I, I'll go ahead and go there. I'll, I'll share with you, almost a calendar year ago, as the pandemic started, I, I, I've got this young lady in my house that believes in social justice. She believes that everyone should have a chance. She believes in speaking out for other people. There is no prouder father than I because of this young lady that lives in my house. And because of her zeal and excitement, I participated in one of the many marches that happened last year between March and April. We went to an LGBTQIA focus Black Lives Matter rally one year ago. And there's so much that I observed being at that event that I can relate to this account of the Palm Sunday experience. Let's use me as a reference in this conversation. Now, you've heard my sermons. You know where I'm at. I believe in the open table of grace that's open for one and all. I believe that there is a place for one and all in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I believe that any form of oppression is not just in the eyes of our Creator and Redeemer. So my heart is in collaboration and agreement with this gathering that we went to. But I didn't go there with the same amount of zeal as my oldest daughter did. When I went there, I went there with the heart of, of a supporter, but also with the heart of an observer to learn, to investigate what was going on. I wore my clerical collar that day, and a lot of people felt more comfortable talking to me because I was there in the image of my faith. 
And the individuals that I went to talk to, I began to hear from each one of them their heart's focus of why they were there. There was a common tone. Injustice of any kind is not right. But each person was there with a different reason and a different heart. For me, the person there being inquisitive, wondering of the hearts and the minds of the other people there, wondering of the, the leadership and, and their focus and what's next, looking at all these things in such a way to really learn what this group, this collaboration, what their long-term goals were. There was so much that I wanted to go there and interact with and learn. We have that imagery in this account for Palm Sunday. We have individuals that would have been there in that collective town because they just went to town that day. You know, they didn't have Walmarts on every corner and they didn't have freezers in their homes. So if they needed to have goods or supplies, they had to go to a centralized location to get all of their needs and their supplies. There were people there on Palm Sunday for other reasons than Jesus Christ riding in the town. They begin to hear this noise in the far corner and they respond to it. There were people who responded to the noise of the crowd just like I at this rally with my oldest daughter with a heart of wanting to learn what's going on, learn what the noise is about, interact with why that people are responding in the way that they are with an inquisitive heart and an inquisitive mind hoping to learn what's happening. Those people existed at Palm Sunday. Here's another thing that I had the opportunity to do. The, the power of the clerical collar makes people more comfortable to talk to you of what's already shared. And I got to ask people, why are you here? I understand the importance. I understand that the fight of equality is being shouted at the top of our voices, just like everybody shouted Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest at Palm Sunday. I understood the centralized focus, but the centralized focus is not always the same. If you remember from our Palm Sunday sermon, 50,000 voices responding to one song is 50,000 different responses to one purpose. So everybody had a different purpose and a different heart's desire. And there were individuals there that knew of someone that had been hurt and harmed in different ways because of racial inequality. I had the blessing of having those conversations. There were other people there who wanted to be a part of history. They knew that this was important. They knew that these rallies would become historic events. And they wanted to be a part of what's happening. And there were other individuals there who were just there who were there to see what was happening, 
to 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 understand what was happening or even more so to in some cases to appease interpersonal guilt because of the greater world's issue and that's okay because it's i i the the burdening of the heart is the words that i grew up with and as we begin to have the burdening of our hearts if we go out and try to discover ways to interact with that burden so that we can find resolution amen so we had the people there like me and these people existed on palm sunday they hear the noise and they want to go and learn what it's all about. Then there's people there who hear the noise and they think it's going to make some kind of radical change even though they may not completely understand what that change would be. And they go and they interact with it. That happened on Palm Sunday. Now, here's the third group of people. We had the people there that wanted to learn. We had the people there that wanted to be a part of this great crowd, to be a part of whatever's happening. Then we have the ones that we saw so much on the news. And these people existed on Palm Sunday. There were people present who were worried over what this event would do how power would change or switch over because of this event. And there were people there that wanted to stop the process of that event. And we saw this so much on the news of, of not just the peaceful protesters, but those who came as counter-protesters and, and the, the ones that escalated protests into a uh, more violent nature. We saw that on the news. And we know that those individuals exist within every setting that come to push things to a different level so that they hinder the cause. Those people were there too, which is why that my oldest daughter's very large father was standing around her all day. And those people existed in the Palm Sunday event. See, everybody there that shouted Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest were not there cheering for the home team. It's just like, and we haven't had this in, in a year, it's just like when we go to Petco Park and there's more Dodger fans than Padre fans there. There are people there that aren't always there to celebrate the home environment, but they are there to cheer against the ones being cheered for because they have a different heart and a different cause and a different mind. Now, I make the Padres and Dodgers comparison, and I'm making that I send deep and great love to my dear friend Liz, who, who loves the Padres, and me as a, as a, Liz loves the Dodgers, excuse me, and me uh, being a, a Padres fan. Sometimes we don't agree, but we still love each other. But unfortunately, in this event, that's not always the, the fact, especially in this Palm Sunday event, because the ones that were there who were the counter-protesters, the ones that were there with alternative agendas were also the ones that moved everything into play that moved Jesus Christ to the cross. 
So we have the ones that were there to learn about what was going on, to have the conversations, to really get into what's happening. We had the ones there that heard this large noise and thought it was, they just wanted to be a part of the event. We had the ones there that wanted to stop it. And then there was, even in the setting in Palm Sunday, there were the ones there who were deeply hurting, who were pushed aside, who were in pain, who saw an image of hope and wanted to be a part of that image of hope so that they could find freedom within their lives. I had the blessing of having those conversations too. It's not just the ones that knew somebody. I got to talk to the people who were that person. Who dealt with discrimination at such levels that it's unfair. Who dealt with hurts and aches and pains just because of how they were born. And not just because of the Black Lives Matter movement, but I also got to talk to very many LGBTQIA friends too who saw the collar as a sign of hurt and pain because of exclusion. And being able to have those conversations with the ones who were hurting and in pain who were there seeking freedom from that. Those people were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest on Palm Sunday as well. All of these different people there for many, many different and varying reasons, none of them the same. Because even the ones that were there for hurting and being in pain weren't there for the same aches and pains. But they saw an image of hope that existed and needed to cling to that image of hope so that they could begin to find freedom from what was hurting them. I saw that at this rally with my oldest daughter and it existed at Palm Sunday. Here's what I, here's what I want us to pray over because we will always see these crowds. And what happens in our lives is we group them. We box them as quickly as we can. There's nothing more comfortable than putting something in a box because it's how we can make it make sense. But our boxes don't fit what's actually happening. It's easy to disagree with a cause and see people yelling and screaming for that cause and immediately put them in a box to make ourselves feel more comfortable. But even the people that we disagree with sometimes are there for a reason that we can. We look at this Palm Sunday account and realize that not everyone there was there for the same reason. We look at this Palm Sunday account and realize that even the people who shouted at the top of their lungs, Hosanna, Hosanna, and the highest shouted with different hearts different souls and different concerns. We look at the reality of individuals who were hurting, individuals who are fearful of losing power, 
and individuals that just wanted to try to comprehend what was going on so that they could step out and be a part of a loud grumbling of voices trying to figure out what's next. Let's pray about those things. Let's pray about the different varying voices. Let's pray about the different varying concerns. And let's put more focus on trying to see and hear the individual voices instead of the comfortable boxes that we put the collective into. Let's continue to open the places at the table of grace so that the hurt and lost souls can find a place of comfort and understanding and most importantly a place of communication so that even within our differences we can have the communication of learning and growing closer and even within our disagreements we can find a way to heal the hurts Hold that with you this week. Thank you for joining us. This was our Reflection of Sunday for our Palm Sunday sermon. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.